0: Okay. God, <laughs> all right we're recording again and uh, that would win been... if you are just joining us rye accidentally live streamed this to his personal facebook page so 12 people saw it <laughs> 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 oh, we were just talking about foreskin on my personal page Oh, it was a we had a foreskin conversation. And, <laughs> I'm leaving oh, it. Oh, man, dude. I'm leaving it. Don't, don't delete it. Leave I'm it on. I'm not. I'm not going to delete it. Hell no, I'm not going to delete yeah, it. Yeah, don't leave it, man. That's good foreskin content in that video. The only reason I know is because I look down at my phone. It says, Ry Klimp is live now. Like, <laughs> yeah, I see it too. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. You know what's scary is you tune your own car. That's <laughs> terrifying. <laughs> it's like, oh, that's good. Yeah, I feel like attention to detail is probably important in some of this. Aspects. Yeah, I'm a big fan of this, dude. Clapped out podcasts. Oh, you're you're typing it up. We're doing this. Okay, good. All righty, and all right for real this time. We are. Are we live? Are we live (laughs) on Clapped Out? Are we live on on Rise Page? Uh, That's a valid question. if you're That's, just joining us here at the Clapped Out page, and hopefully we're live on the Clapped Out page. Yes, we are live right now. All clapped right. Out podcast episode eleven. Eleven D seventy. Sorry for the week late delay, but it's just what we do. We have lives. No, don't you put this on me? I was I was ripe yeah. and ready. I was like a cantaloupe ready to be split open and enjoyed by multiple people around a bonfire, which Logan. is a weird which is a weird place to enjoy a cantaloupe around a bonfire. But I feel like a cantaloupe and a bonfire might not be that bad of an idea if we want to have a cantaloupe by a bonfire at some point um logan likes to eat raw pizza dough it's kind of his thing apparently god i forgot (laughs) yes i woke up wednesday morning no it was thursday morning and i went to work was it what i don't know and i was peeing out of every hole in my body he could what was it the way you described it to me you could poop through a keyhole and never hit the outside of it like no no no. i said i physically did poop through a keyhole and i hit the out i hit the uh someone in the I have nothing. I was was pooping like a goose. And (laughs) I swear to God, dude, it was the worst. So I've had chronic stomach problems. And it's been like this. I swear swear (laughs) to God. So I've had stomach issues for like the last year or two years. And if if I eat, I don't know what it is. I'm trying to get it figured out. And I was pushing it off. And I'm not going to go to the doctor. And after this last Thursday, Friday, I booked an appointment with a gastro whatever doctor. Because it is, dude. Oh my god! It's the worst. That's the best way to do it is just roll the dice and keep eating. Okay, which one was it? Was it the pizza dough? Just dissect the pizza like piece by piece. Oh just yeah, that's great. Raw dough. Then what? You know, what I mean? just go from there. I should have filmed myself throwing up like you did last week, and it would. Be- <sighs> How many times have you watched that? I can't keep watching. I just you're such a. <laughs> as you're so, you're such a great friend of mine that I hate seeing you in pain. You know, I've watched it probably ten times, and I yeah, still I, laugh every time. I have probably watched 120 times. My like, there is still a pink stain directly below my feet right now. That's something you've probably said more than once. So here's the thing mm-hmm. that we need to talk about. We're going to dive in real quick, and Rod's got some stuff. He's really he's got he's got something he wants to talk about, and I'm I'm not privy to what it is. But before we dive into that, a little preview today. 6 p.m. In about 15 minutes, we are going to have Robert Young. Come on down. The price is right, Robert. Oh, that was really corny, but I feel like it, I think it landed, right? Yeah, it was good. That was good. Robert Young, uh, Force Performance Turbochargers, is going to be here at 6 p.m. If you ever grew up uh, around the Subaru community or Evo community, hearing FP Black, FP Red, FP Magenta, FP Multi uh, Colored, uh, Technicolor Dream Coat, FP G. whatever. Oh, uh, your internet's already starting. We already got uranets, your yeah, internet. Yeah, we're good. Keep going. So, FP, insert color here. He is he is a presence in the import community, and he is about to bust his ass into the LS world. Actually, he has been. We're just here to try to help that trajectory because he's a dope dude. So, 6 p.m. He'll be joining us. Prior to that, though, I'm going to hand it off to my my uh, over the pants guy here, Rye. What do you got, Rye? <laughs> over the pants. <laughs> It's an <laughs> over the pants. Never mind. Keep this PG ish. Um, have you seen? Javi's talking. About I'm excited him. about this truck. I'll never buy one, but uh, the 2015. 20, 2015? 2015. 2015. After a good start. <laughs> <laughs> the 2021 1500 Ram. You can't say Dodge, but Ram, the TRX, the 700. And, basically, they combined a Hellcat and. Dodge is going after the Raptor on this thing and I think it's the dopest truck on the planet right now solely because I love Dodge's approach I want to sit in on the board meeting because I feel like how many people like would you love to be a fly on the wall there and and see how many people are trying to push back on all this stuff where everybody else is building an electric car we talked about this before name an electric car a hybrid that Dodge makes yeah you can't they don't not that I know of Mm-hmm. but i mean, that could be wrong but yeah i'm sure they do because i think it's a government mandate that they have to but i have a i have a polar opposite viewpoint on this than you and i and I, I would love to dive in when you get done because go ahead i feel differently i hate it i think it's dumb as hell i think it's trash what i, I just don't like it's just like okay and i'm probably really, a bunch of Mopar people are gonna hate me for this I'm sorry. Again, that's kind of our thing isn't it <laughs> yeah i love being hated but like everyone's like yeah, they put a Hellcat in this. A Hellcat like everything's getting a Hellcat engine. They all they're all getting the same damn engine. And from an innovation standpoint, it's it's not. It's not innovating at all. It's just taking the same dropout and putting it in another vehicle, some bells and whistles, painting it with some X like whatever package and then selling it. So in my opinion, I think that Dodge and Mopar, again, I think let me edit this before I go on. I think the Hellcat Charger is a gorgeous car. I love them. I think they look awesome. They sound awesome. They perform awesome. As a car, I think they're cool. I just do not like the idea of just crumpling up the same ball of paper and just chucking it in an engine bay. Every single, like, everything. So you got you got them doing that, but then you have Chevrolet, and they are coming. They came out with the C8. They're coming out with the, 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 the i I'm the, I'm, the the, I'm the scat man. I'm the scat man. They're coming out with the Z6 variant with flat plane, like they're, the, you got Ford coming out with uh, they had the GT350, then the GT500, and you could say they're recycling stuff too, but at least it's a different engine. Yeah. <laughs> like at least it's a, at least there's a variance there. But that's also flip side of the coin, that's the same reason we have such a great fondness for the LS platform is because they're all the same and everything fits
1: into um, whatever you want to put what me. did i
0: say right before you started this podcast i know we need to pick a different platform i know <laughs> i told you, you put anything other than an ls in i know truck. i know i'm so burnt out on ls stuff dude i, I, I just am i'm tired of it i i'm getting to that i'm point. kidding i would never get burnt out on god's engine <laughs> crazy but i, I want to be in the you Do- i want to be in the dodge board meeting because there's got to be somebody you you, dude. this is what i feel like i feel like somebody is just sitting at the end of the table and i picture them as Wait, let's play it out i got it i got it. i'll play the boardroom meeting all right, uh, everybody, uh, quarterly financials are coming in. We have to come out. With um, a new- I yeah. want to uh, put the Hellcat engine in the, uh, the Ram truck. First of all, you came in with no pants on, right? Yeah, I don't know. Uh, that's, no, I don't know. That's, not my, that's not my name. I <laughs> picture he's like Turd Ferguson. from. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, you can't do that. Sure you can. It's a big, it's a big hat. Big, big hat. It's <laughs> a big it's motor. It's a big hat. big motor. You put it in the big truck and it goes fast. We'll sell a million of them. Do it. Um, See, that's not really in the budget. Yeah, I don't care do okay, care let's do it yeah just do it just put it in sure. the truck sell it i don't, I don't know <laughs> and, and ah, man i want to be sold on them i i work with a lot of mopar people we do a bunch of hellcat stuff at work and i do love the platform but i i'm telling you man i just feel like i don't want to say played out because being an ls guy and saying something's played out is like so hypocritical yeah i mean it's yeah it's, it's super hypocritical picture so. but You've ridden in a raptor. Have you ever ridden a raptor while like, mobs around actually using a raptor for what it's for? Mm, no. They're Never. pretty fun, pretty capable out of the box. Now... Kyle I, Hunt, shut up for so. a second, asshole. I hate you. Other ideas for the dodge board. <laughs> Hellcat moped. <laughs> Hank, get the moped. Get the moped and get the Hellcat. Strap it down, bud. No airbags. What? No. Just chain Uh, him to the seat. We'll figure it out. I just... SRT10. Those were kind of cool. The trucks. Remember those? Yeah. A buddy of mine has one with the... uh, I think it's a Pro Charger on it. It's actually kind of rowdy. But I've I've ridden in a a Raptor before, and it's a super fun truck, really capable. And now I just picture that truck with double the power, and that sounds like a ton of fun. It's not a one-dimensional or two-dimensional car, truck it's three-dimensional because you can actually turn left right go forward backwards and jump it from time to time so I, don't know. I bet i can make you agree with one point what's that what's the price point on the tr whatever i'm um, looking at it it does not 70 it's grand probably pretty. yeah it's say probably 70 grand right? easily we got people watching anyone can anyone google that since ryan doesn't know how to work google well i also don't know how to work the computer since i Started this whole show live stream to my personal page. <laughs> hey, we got any of those SRT4s left in the warehouse? All right, get a Hellcat engine. I got an idea. Um, <laughs> don't call it a Neon. Don't call it a Neon. Um, so, would you rather have a TRX whatever or build your own whatever-powered Tacoma pre-runner? TRX all day. Really? Yeah. Oh, my God, dude. And Here's I- my pushback on it. Think of the... I, so I'm looking at it right now. Seventy thousand dollars is the base price. Mm. I know that's a ton of money. And if you had the equal money, you could build a pre-runner, or whatever. They would be exceptionally more capable than that is. But if that's the budget, doesn't have a warranty, doesn't have the fit, finish, and everything. You know, Dodge interiors are really nice right now. I personally like them. So yes, they are. They're not. Nice. I will. Definitely ride around in luxury with heated and air conditioned seats and 700 horsepower under my right foot, knowing that if I break it, they will fix it for free, most likely. Mm. And the millions of dollars of research and development and refinement that have gone into that suspension, oh even though it's god, only 13 dude. inches god. and 14 inches of travel. I didn't realize that the third Dodge brother was Ryan Clamp. Oh my god! <laughs> On mountain biker. Oh mobile, my, my god! Guy. All right, everybody, clear out, rise here, everybody. We've seen that Daimler Chrysler is rolling in his gra- Is Daimler Chrysler one person? Uh, no, I don't think so. I, think I would the love the organization. What is that dude's name? Daimler? What <laughs> da- the hell? Yeah, his parents were fucking weird, man. They hated him. They hated him. Daimler, come hither. Bring your friend Chrysler. So, yeah. You know, you've been yelling really? enough yet? You yeah. like the TRX. You're sold on it. I am. I wish I I'd. I love it. I want one. I'll never have one. Well, I'll tell you what, Rye, if you look at our advertising budget, you know, mm-hmm. we just do this for another three to four centuries and we'll have enough for a down payment. Yeah. Uh, the the pickup right now on YouTube is promising. Speaking of affordable things in the automotive workplace, motorsports uh, environment, industry, uh, squid pro quo vis-a-vis. Yes. So today, now that we are, are rolling on to our, the meat, we're going to be in the meat and potatoes of the podcast real quick. I think you could agree. Mm-hmm. Are you using, are you texting, texting me? Him. Texting Robert, Mister Robert. Do you think he'll hate us if we call him Bobby? I don't know. Uh, hey, he's... Bobby. Are we at that level yet with him? I feel like we're at that level. Yeah, what if it's just Bob? Hey, Bob. He just hangs up on us immediately. Click. Nope. He <laughs> <laughs> just gets into like, nah. Oh, man. <laughs> Straight face. Yeah. So joining us here shortly will be Robert Young of Force Performance Turbochargers, as previously mentioned. Force Performance has been a name in the turbocharger world for a very long time. And we, Robert and I have had a working relationship through a couple other people. Um, Aaron Gregory is a DSM sh- driver that he has worked with for a while too. And I, I hate Aaron Gregory with a passion. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I, I'm, Aaron's one of my very good friends and I, but I hate him, you know what I mean? And he hates me. It's this great relationship. Aaron built the turbo kit that's on the RX-7. Um, but he has worked with Robert for quite some time. Robert, what is up, sir? Hey. Great to see you. Welcome, 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 welcome. Thank you. Good to be here. I was just talking to the fine folks watching us at home about forced performance. And uh, we're going to jump right into some some quick, easy questions for you, if that's All cool. right.
1: All right. Lay them on me. I'm okay. ready to talk about turbos.
0: Perfect. Okay. What color underwear are you wearing right now? These
1: are gray. God, he was quick, man.
0: By like quick. R- were these days started out gray or were they just they're white <laughs> turned right?
1: actually, Gray from the get go. Yeah. Gotcha. <laughs> okay.
0: From cool. the gym. Cool. I'm writing yeah. this down.
1: Yeah, stop wearing the white ones a long uh, <laughs> be,
0: be advised, uh you're involuntarily under oath right now, so
1: yes, you are under. Oh, oath. Indeed. Yes, yes. <laughs> Put me on the rack, right? Stretch me out. <laughs> oh my god. So you started when in the mid nineties, was it? And uh, well, I was starting turbos in the mid 90s, a little shop in uh, in Houston while I was uh, going to University of Houston, taking the last of my engineering classes there. Yeah.
0: Okay. University of Houston, did you, did you, how were your grades in college, Robert?
1: Man, they were adequate. <laughs>
0: yes. Yeah. C's get degrees. Uh,
1: C's they do. C's for a degree. That is right. And, you I, know, I was also testament. working 30 something <laughs> hours, 40 hours a week uh, at the same time taking classes. So it was, uh, oh, really we got some of the long evenings. <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's awesome, man. Um, I was just reminiscing with Rye on the live feed a second ago about growing up in the Chicagoland area. Every Subaru and every Mitsubishi within a three thousand mile radius of us had an FP something on their car. Um, and yeah. actually, I was talking to my fiance about it too, and I was like, I can't remember anyone that didn't have. Like what was the biggest FP FP black? What was the what's the largest? Yeah,
1: uh, you know, in, in the very early two thousands, it probably wasn't the black yet. It was probably the red model. Um, yeah. But then right in the, maybe the mid two thousands or so is when it, we added it. Have added one more even larger model to those lineups, and and that that was a, that green red black kind of you know small medium large thing. Um, you know, we've used that for for uh, DSMs, then Subarus, also Evo. Uh, evo uh 9s and evo 10s too no, so. it's,
0: it's a refreshing departure from stages
1: yes Why? <laughs> uh, <Why? laughs> what is a stage i'm not sure but, yeah. you, know, you might as well call it a you know a blue monkey or something yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: i think we just came up with a name for the ls
1: turbocharger right there <laughs> oh my god that's you mean exactly you? how it happens the best things come just like
0: that. <laughs> i love it man and it is it's wildly refreshing versus stage. i never really realized that like fp black just sounds cooler than FP stage 12.
1: Like yeah, just,
0: when you say when,
1: yeah, stages, nobody knows what you're talking about. You know, it needs something different to everybody, you know, uh, and nobody, nobody had ever been using color codes to differentiate the power levels or the, you know, the model levels from, you know, small to large. So it made, it made a lot of sense to me uh, when, uh, when I had the idea. So well,
0: that's awesome, man. I was always curious with that and, and le- like legitimately, I think we had – it was back in the day, I grew, like I said, I grew up in the Burbs, so AMS Performance was right there. Oh, and yeah.
1: Big, big DSM and Evo people all the way from the beginning there, yeah. Well,
0: yeah. we had a car, and it was always like, he's got a 50 trim on it or he's got a whatever, and, and then the FP Series just took over and Donkey kicked all that stuff out. out. And it was on well, just- the
1: direct fit stuff, and, you know, you, you did realize, like in the, in the late 90s and early 2000s and stuff, there was not this prolific. Uh, beautiful header building people out there it wasn't something that was everywhere you know Mm we kind of caused that to happen by wanting so much of that kind of product over the last 10 years but in 2000 you know in 2000 if you wanted a a cool tube header you pretty much built it there there wasn't a guy you could call you couldn't call you you, you, you couldn't call morrison or archer or or, you know or your buddies over (laughs) at dynasty and go whip me up something really cool you know yeah, you just had to make
0: it. that's a valid point. I think it's we we forget so quickly how fast this and, industry and that's why direct
1: fit up. turbos was so critical for sure. us because you know, you had to sell somebody a turbocharger that was going to get them 50 or 100 more horsepower, wherever they were. And, um, and they had to be able to put it on uh, without spending a week building a header or you know doing anything that was going to slow him down a lot of times guys working on their cars you got to realize you got to appreciate the fact that the i want to do it is really huge in some of these enthusiasts so like sometimes the guy gets his turbo and he's in a condo parking lot mm-hmm. slot 22 out <laughs> of the <sun. laughs> that was <laughs> right that was a hundred percent right dude yeah, you know, and he's trying to put his turbo on and if it goes wrong he's stranded there he's in the parking lot you know it's just bad yeah
0: <laughs> Man, that's amazing. Yeah, I didn't, that's a huge part of that market that is, I, I overlook it too. And I completely agree. I remember even racing with Ryan, not, I wasn't racing, but Ryan Upham, an Evo racer out of Chicago. He t- did a bunch of time attack with his Evo nine and uh, the tubular header stuff. It was huge. AMS had their custom header, but it's a cr- it's crazy money. So people started porting the stock Evo manifolds and making crazy power just on ported manifolds. Um, so direct fit obviously fits a huge, and it's a way larger market. Same end up guys. making
1: a cast Evo manifold, you know, with a uh, with larger cross section and a and a more blended uh, collector, you know, mm-hmm. to help with that too. For DSM and for the Evo, we made a a race manifold for both those applications to support direct fit turbos.
0: That's awesome. And kind of kind of piggybacking off of that, and the reason I brought that up in in the what I consider the heritage of FP as a whole and where you guys came from and where you're, where you're going, because I don't think your trajectory is plateaued by any means, bud. Um, and when it comes to what you're, the market you're entering now and the realm you're entering now, the, the reason we wanted to have you on was to specifically talk about, I saw an ad for, uh, not an ad, I saw someone share, I think it was Eric with a 3000 GT, had shared results and information about the new HD 8088 that you have on the website. Uh Um, It's a T6-based turbocharger, and I'll let you go into detail on that specific unit before a little preamble to that, though, for our viewers at home and our listeners on the podcast. So the T6 turbocharger market for LS engines, LS combinations is massive. So you have a ton of people that are entering this realm, and a lot of the people that are entering this realm, and they're selling turbochargers off their shelf. Their shelf, there's no other turbocharger stuff nearby. It's just they buy them, they put them on the shelf, and they resell them, and they don't know... Let's be honest. I don't know dick about dick. There are some Why guys- I don't
1: really even know what's inside there. Yeah.
0: Exactly, exactly. And there's some guys, they're knowledgeable. They have a price point that is is fair and it serves that marketplace. But they still have not been doing this for as long as you have been doing this. So when I got the bug in my ear about you entering this realm of, let's just call it affordable T6 turbochargers. I'd
1: um, I call it, street turbos.
0: There you go. It, it's, it set me off because I was like, oh my God, the dude that has been doing this has now entered this realm and and I'm very, very excited for you to kind of roll through. Basically, the price point of this turbocharger is $799. Can you tell me what goes into this turbocharger and for this price point, Versus, uh, and we don't need to bash competitors, and that's not, obviously that's not why you're here. but well, let's this- say it,
1: I mean, compared to my my race turbos that are S400 based that are $1,000 more money. You know? Yes, that's yeah. perfect. Okay, so I started off building those, okay? Uh, I wanted a more affordable journal bearing turbocharger for LS guys to use uh, that wasn't. Uh, a ball bearing turbo it wasn't a GT 50, GTX50 50 or a, a GTX55 turbocharger because those costs like four or five thousand dollars. So what we wanted was uh, some journal bearing turbochargers to use on LS applications and also on four cylinder applications uh, for turbos that were bigger than the ball bearing turbos we could build. So I started building what was called an FP400 series turbocharger. So um, starts life off as a board warner cartridge that you kind of take apart put uh, uh take the stamp steel heat shield out you put a expensive billet heat shield. oh damn and,
0: damn yeah, yeah then, go back I mean, no
1: go back that's sick yeah. so oh wow so 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 you see what i was doing wrong in the beginning is i just started throwing money at a cheap turbo <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so,
0: so for the for the listeners at home that don't catch this on view because we'll, we'll broadcast this to itunes as well robert is holding up two different backing plates for the turbocharger yeah, they for-
1: underneath the turbine wheel and and they're exposed to the exhaust gas, right? And here's the regular S400 one, and then here's the one that the billet Zona Rotor one that we made to, to go in the FP400 series.
0: Oh, that's awesome. Uh, uh,
1: for my FP400s, uh, Zona makes all the parts that I need to amp them up out of being Ford Warner turbos uh, and, and into the 400 series stuff. So I, I So you got billet stainless steel that. So that starts off as a piece of five inch stainless steel bar stock. You know, what's the, uh,
0: what's the benefit there over the stamped steel piece versus this this
1: is just takes longer for the heat to get through this. Okay. Uh, And also it's more tolerant uh, of the abusive environment. So where, whereas uh, if this piece was exposed to too much temperature for too long of a, Of uh, of, of seconds, you will start to actually just start to have this warp and bubble and melt. And sometimes it can even start dragging on the turbine wheel. Okay. Okay. And so that's normally when somebody goes, hey, I think there's a problem with my turbo, I need you to look at it and, you know, service it. A lot of times you're, you're you're just, you're melting this, okay, uh, which is a lot of really hard anti-lag use or just a lot of EGT or something. You can't do that to this.
0: The more you know, I did not know this. Right? Did you just yeah. learn something? I did. Yeah, I this is did. the best podcast yet. I've taken apart a handful of Borg Warners, and I've never once looked at that piece and be like, "Man, this is a problem area." Like,
1: yeah. Well, um, if you've taken apart, you know, exploded ones that came off a thousand or twelve hundred horsepower cars, you'd probably see some stuff that was more melted or ruined or something right. like that.
0: Yeah.
1: Uh, <laughs> but so, so, so that's so that's how so that's how the FP four hundred series got going, and and I'm and in the same time I was. Uh, you know, the, the FP 400 compressor wheels. These are this is a zone rotor compressor wheel made in uh, Wasso, Michigan, for example. And you can see by looking at the blade, that's a that's a point milled blade with a 3D profile. Uh, so it's it's it turns this way uh, and 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 moves down the blade, but it also has a different cross section as it comes out. So you can't cut this with the side of an end mill, for example. Okay. And if you look at a Borg Warner like SXE compressor wheel, they're flank cut and they're made to be flank cut and that helps you save a little money uh, when you're making a compressor wheel because it cuts faster. You cut the whole surface of that blade with the side of the end mill.
0: Okay, okay. Okay.
1: But when you see a compressor wheel, like the one I just showed you that's got all the lines going down the whole way on it. That's actually cut with a little ball. So uh, you can see how the shape of that blade, as it comes out from the shaft to the towards the outside of the cover, it can have some curve into it in a direction that you can't if it's a flank cut uh, okay. compressor wheel. So, so i you know we got three hundred dollar compressor wheels, we got hundred something dollar heat shields. I'm doing crazy stuff to the bearings. I'm ceramic coating the bearing housings, and I get to the end of it, and I'm like, okay, great, I've just made it eighteen nineteen hundred dollar s400 damn it yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. okay so needless to say those were those were not very popular other than other uh, with ls guys okay it's too much for turbocharger uh, i got you so uh but they do great on four cylinder. like your, your buddy aaron ran one of uh, 1200 something horsepower on uh, uh on his four cylinder but that's well let's back it up positive. aaron
0: aaron and i are not buddies robert i hate that man
1: him <laughs> yeah, and i are cur- him and i you're are cur-
0: yes we're currently not cool <laughs> They are okay. not cool, and I do not appreciate you saying such.
1: Aaron's a terrible person. Okay, well, that terrible person uh, has some nice engines. Okay, that's fair. That's fair. That's fair. I know. Until, like, uh, our 84 millimeter FP400, that made like 1200 something horsepower, like 65 pounds of boost on his car. He ran it a whole season that way. No, it didn't mm-hmm. break the whole season. No fresh bearings, no fresh compressor wheels, no fresh nothing. So I was really like, wow, I've built something that can tolerate. The whole the whole nine yards of problems for turbochargers, it's just too expensive. And my LS guys are not going to buy that because I can't Most ask Most of them, them for, are like
0: Rye and they want to spend $12. If, if they
1: ask them to so. spend $12 on a, on a really turbocharger here. for an engine they paid $500 for, you know? Yes. So, so I started, it took me a while, but through 2016, 17, 18, 19, and now I've really kind of, I think, got the spirit of this down. Uh, I've gone back through the builds and we've instead of having a $150 heat shield on that steel, then there's a regular heat shield. Instead of having uh, a $300 something dollar, you know, point milled compressor wheel that's that large and, uh, you know, a made America Zona rotor product, it's a nice clone of a Borg Warner SXE flank mill compressor. wheel. And I you just you. kind of take that whole, uh, that whole idea and go through the whole turbo. So instead of uh, every place I would up armor the, the turbocharger for my race series, I left it stock for the street series. Okay. And what this does is saves a bunch of money, it saves a bunch of money and it lets us offer a turbocharger at a price point. That is really compatible with uh, budget build fun, you know, uh, you know, uh, no nonsense kind of builds for, for LS market, you know, it, it and you know what else it, what else is great about it is like say you you're you're a new guy doing this and you start off with the new guy parts, you start off with the five hundred dollar five point three you got out of the junkyard. You you start off with the seven hundred dollar turbocharger, like the you know the, the Street Series turbocharger, and you run it for a season and you realize, you know, hey, I've got this car sorted all out. Next season you're up armoring things, you're changing camshafts and intakes, and you want to change turbo. Your platform is all there. You already got the turbocharger that all you need to do is send it back over to us and say, I want, I want you to sex it up. I want you to race it up i need to i swear to heart. god
0: robert if you don't add a sex it up option on your website
1: <laughs> if you don't add a sex it up toggle switch on that damn website right now i'm cutting the live feed i'm 50 50 half the time i'm church it up another half of the time i'm sex it up i don't know what to do sometimes
0: i think we need a custom fp edition clapped out shirt that says sex it up on it <laughs> Ooh, i like it. i think that's gotta happen dude sex it up while i'm too honking you just just a drop down with the mouse hanging over it, and it says "sex it up." Sex, sex it up. Um, I think that honestly, like, we oh, talked that about one. This, <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I think we talked about this the other day, and, and uh, this is part of the reason I was excited to have you on because I think there's again, I think there's a lot of short sightedness in the the budget turbo realm, and I think the fact that you've kind of run through the gamut of options to 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 help these turbos out when they're built to the hill. And then reflecting on this at a better price point for people is going to be awesome now um when this turbo was on eric's car, it was a five three what do you make a thousand twelve hundred what did he make with this turbo
1: uh, i think we stopped with this one at somewhere uh just over a thousand horsepower and uh and 25 pounds of boost didn't i don't think it made any more power than 20 did on his on his car that day it's kind of hot uh this summer and uh, you know, I I want the street turbo to be a twenty PSI, thousand horsepower capable turbocharger. So we got to that point and I was like, okay, well, that's we're done with that. This yeah. stop right there. We already turned it up a few more PSI. We didn't see a whole lot of improvement in the power. Let's change turbos over to one of the FP four hundreds. We changed it to uh I forget exactly what it is. I think that might have been the the eighty-eight ninety-two model. That was the that's kind of the biggest one in that lineup right now. Um, and then that thing made almost thirteen, I think.
0: Oof. So on your website, you have the street turbochargers. You just have the eighty-eighty-eight listed right now. The only
1: one in the series right now. Okay, the so only they're one but... in the series right now. That's because these aren't ready yet.
0: Yeah, Ooh. I know. I just yeah. look at him. Just dude, he teased <laughs> yeah. it, bro. He teased it, man. <laughs> if you guys didn't catch that, I, we're not gonna rewind. But maybe one more peek. Maybe one more peek. Ah, oh, it's thick. Oh, single label <laughs> doesn't matter. I don't care. <laughs> I love it, dude. Um, I just keep. Yeah, that's wild. The whole thing's not for like the. I'm so assemble- Just teasing with that, I'll tell you what that is.
1: Uh, yes. that's, uh, that's more turbos to go into the street series line, okay? So uh, T6 is T6, it's not what everybody needs from what I can tell. Uh, a lot of cars, and my Boosto included as T4 flange. Uh, yep. I have a T4 flange on my single turbo Tahoe project that I call boost I'm going to make a lot of videos about it coming up because I'm going to run every one of these turbochargers on it and show you yep. all. Uh, cool dino vids and uh, quarter mile passes eighth mile pass i I eighth mile races anyway so uh that but you need t4 turbos also because a lot of times you're doing a complete stock engine okay sometimes you're doing a completely stock engine you're only going to put five or ten pounds of boost on it you're going to use a T4 for that. You're not going to over-turbo it because you've probably got a stock converter too. So you know, it doesn't do you any good to put too big of a turbo on it because you're absolutely not going to go anywhere. You look at a picture of, or uh, I put a video of, uh, this eight-mile time test, test and tune uh, Friday night. And you can see what a big turbo and a stock converter does on, on my mm-hmm. Tahoe. There's two seconds of really yeah. not anything in the beginning of the pull, uh, in the beginning of the pass. Uh, so what you need is you also need, in addition to these larger T6 things with a huge 88 and 92-millimeter turbine exducers in them, you need some smaller turbos with T4 flange on them with like 81 and 96 ARs for guys that are going to run a stock converter. A um, stock engine, maybe even a stock camshaft. Just throw some some uh, single spring upgrades at it uh, to help you with the boost pressure. But you want to go put 10 pounds on it, and make 500 horsepower. This T4 series that's coming out next is perfect for that. I and love it. Uh, now the
0: T4 specifically, what size turbo that is? Are you working on? What's it?
1: those are those are two. So that's a 78, 75, 78 millimeter compressor wheel inducer and a 75 millimeter turbo. The GT 42 turbine wheel. in that. Okay, so it's basically a lot like a a bar turbo uh, that Garrett would have made, but in terms of airflow, but it's in a very compact uh, format because it's in a T4 bearing housing. And you can see one of the things you can see, one of the ways you get a GT 42 turbine wheel into a T4 is by increasing the register diameter with a stepped heat shield. So that's a, that's a stepped heat shield uh, like this. And, and the, it actually fits over the register on the bearing housing and lets you have a bigger size turbine wheel. And you see the turbine wheel has to, you see the, the, the tip in this, the, the, the hole in the housing has to be big enough to let the wheel in, right? Well, T4s weren't meant to be this large. So you have a stepped heat shield uh, that lets you do that. You're able to run a 75 millimeter uh, X-ducer on the turbo wheel and a 78 millimeter inducer on the compressor wheel. Great turbocharger for single turbocharging stock engines. Also got a 72.9 millimeter version of this cartridge. Uh, that uh, will be useful in a lot of other applications. So, uh, 72.9 is a class size. Okay. Uh, some four-cylinder and six-cylinder classes. So, it'll be a 75 millimeter turbine with a 72.9 class legal compressor. So, it'll be a cheap class legal turbocharger okay. for for some four-cylinder and six-cylinder classes. It's also something that's great to use in twins on a six-liter um, with like a pair of T481 turbine housings on it. Okay. So now,
0: for example, we have. And this is this is off off kilter a little bit. What does it mean? Not what does it mean, but what effect does it have if you want to go to a V-band inlet housing on one of those versus a, a square flange? Will you offer different inlet flange housings for those turbos as well?
1: Um, I believe we will offer V-band housings for the the 78, 75, and 7275 okay. that I just talked about. It's not in the first product release. The first product release of this is uh, T four ninety six. Uh, I'm looking at maybe doing some iron V band housings for this because uh, that'll be affordable and it'll fit with those T four turbochargers all right. Uh, very great performance but probably a price point.
0: Can you take into a Something. I yeah. got you
1: right now. In stock on a shelf right now. They're also on my table. <laughs> these oh, yeah. suckers are heavy though, man. I tell you, these. Uh, I don't. This is probably a fifty-pound turbo, forty-eight-pound turbo. But that's that's one right Awesome.
0: There. Now that unit you just ended a sale. Those were on sale for a while as an introductory <laughs> deal and if any of yes. you guys didn't catch this i feel bad for you because this man was I'm selling they were selling these turbos <laughs> giving them away at 5.99 a piece i can't believe you didn't I, honestly it's one of those things where i saw people hit and go to purchase them and i was like man he's gonna sell out of those things in no time
1: well i i, I made a bunch yeah. So <laughs> there you go uh, so i still have some but uh it was really popular and, and i figure, you know what's What's a better way to show some people that, uh, you know, you're easy to deal with and, and a good guy to go to other than to hook them up on some deals. So um, I figured that was a good way to kind of introduce myself uh, into the LS market and show everybody that, you know, uh, you got options. You know, when it, when it comes to inexpensive turbochargers, you, you don't have to buy something just off eBay because that's where you see the inexpensive turbocharger. You could also get affordable, inexpensive turbochargers from somebody that maybe you've been doing business with for a few years already that you already like. And if uh, you know, if if you've been my customer and never had a problem, I hope your experience has been that you've seen us try really hard to fix it for you, uh, because that that's really what, what uh, that's what my intention is, and that's what we try to do harder than anything else is.
0: Well, from a customer process, standpoint and being a frequent basis, I will say that in the limited times that we've had anything, it's always been, um, to touch on as well concerning price point and turbocharger quality and kind of your uh i guess how you support your product line so and this is something that um uh i'm sorry rise throw me off are you good ride we can be back in action yeah i think so i'm gonna mute and i'm gonna go try and figure this out you guys keep talking sorry all right it's all, good it's gotta, all recording Lean back
1: in my chair here if that, if that works okay Do too. you think?
0: take it easy man relax so the one thing that that ride touched on in a previous video as well that he just put up when it comes to purchasing parts, there's one thing that's often overlooked, and there's one thing, it's actually the most commonly overlooked thing when it comes to buying performance parts, in my, in my opinion, and that is deciding on where you want to buy your stuff based on the experience you have with that person instead of just going to the lowest price point possible. And what I think that you're capturing with this turbocharger line is a combination of both to that extent that needs to be there. So you have a price point that is extremely affordable. Anyone that wants to argue the price point on that turbocharger doesn't belong turning wrenches on a race car or a street car. It is extremely affordable and it's a nice unit. And number two, you can call FP and talk to a human that gives a shit and mo- there are other people out there in this business that also give a shit. But you can't go on Amazon and buy a turbo and know that if you have an issue or you have a question, Amazon's going to help you, or eBay's going to help you, or they hell, they even the box stores. Posted. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, I'll go far. I'll go through the throat. I'll go to Summit Racing and I'll cut them at the head. Summit Racing is the same way. You have an issue with a with a performance part, and you call Summit's Tech Line. You are going to get an absolute run around and you're not going to get a helpful answer. They are selling on volume. So uh, I look at, I look at FP as a large boutique. So it's a very specific niche, but it's also uh, you guys are, I think you encompass that spirit of let's help people and also give them an affordable product. Now, not that you don't before, but 799 is insane. Cause
1: that is, that's, that's one of my main focuses is uh, making sure that the people that have trusted us to help them with their project, you know, get the kind of support they expect. Um, and that, that, that is, you, you get that drilled into you, uh, just being in business, but, but people expect support today. It, it is part of it. You, and you really, you've got to be there and it doesn't matter if, if it doesn't matter if FP sold it to this company and this company sold it to this company and this company sold it to Joe. When Joe has a problem, Joe's got to realize he could just call the force performance number. There's, there's, there's three lines open and people here answering them all day long. You had a problem. I want to hear about it. Yeah, I want to know about it and I want to help you figure it out. And a lot of times figuring out a turbocharger problem is not even fixing a turbo. Mm. A lot of times fixing a turbocharger problem is actually just helping that end user in his condo parking lot, you know, uh, uh <laughs> or figure a out storage unit
0: with no power. Yeah. Just yeah. <laughs> figure out what
1: it is that's wrong. You know, uh, you know, a lot of problems don't look like what they really are. Uh, when you first so. Uh, But, you know, years of years of dealing with turbochargers that go really fast, years of dealing with turbochargers that leak, years of dealing with turbochargers that explode. Uh, (laughs) I've seen it all, man, you know, and I I guarantee you having a problem I probably help you with it.
0: That's awesome, man. Um, And on that note, in terms of uh, in terms of FP's relationship with Clapped Out and kind of where we're going, um, I'm not going to give anything away about the immediate future with uh, our working relationship because I want to keep that a little undercover. Uh, But I will say this, that orange pile of junk behind Rye uh, that has never gone faster than me. It's about to. (laughs) Yeah, I was just going to say, we are going to be in a very, I can't, if he goes faster, I'll feel great because I'm the one that set the relationship up here. So it's actually because of me. So I'll take the credit.
1: I but, see that. I see how that works. Yeah, yeah you see that? <laughs> it's, good. Yeah, it's good,
0: man. But I am I am super stoked to 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 have you on board and, and to work with you and, and I think it's gonna be awesome. Now in the other thing I mentioned on my live feed yesterday, I was driving to go pick a trailer up and I went live on clapped out. I mentioned that our followers, our subscribers, our fans, our friends, our family, they will have a chance to win one of these turbochargers. So you guys want information on how to win an HD 8088 T6 Billet FP Turbo, otherwise known as the Blue Monkey. You uh the entry to win this turbocharger I have not discussed with Rye yet, so this is curveballing Rye as well. Oh, rad. You have to send a box of human hair to Rye's head. Head his house. I'll post the address. <laughs> Man, <laughs> that punchline got kicked in the dick so hard. It's a straight dick kick. No. Uh, what we're going to do is, basically, the clapped-out store right now, we have to run out of our merchandise so we can order fresh merchandise. It's pretty much empty right now. There's, it like, is... six shirts in there. Okay, so in terms of quantity inventory, how much do we have? Like, six or seven shirts total. Total? We've sold? Where's, all... Where's my cut of the money, Rye? It's sitting in the bank. Okay, good. Just wanted to make sure. <laughs> I don't know. I don't do the finances. I bet but it we're... all on black. F.P. Black. F.P. Black. <laughs> um, but we will, we'll uh, unveil, like, the protocol to enter it's going to be a purchase any purchase on our web store will give you an entry to win um and we'll oh, figure gosh. out the, the details on that specifically but uh, this isn't a gimmick where we're just going to rack up a bunch of money the, the the true thing here is getting that turbocharger into the hands that someone can use it so initial thoughts are web store purchase will go to a ticket um or if i don't know we'll, we'll play it by ear rye i don't know if you have any ideas we can figure this out live for all i, I care, know. i'd have, i'd like the the web store purchase but i also would like to f- I guess we can get creative. Think of other ways.
1: I I feel like the
0: the purchases thing is we need more inventory and more product obviously to throw out there. But I feel like the purchase of uh, five entries gets you $5, gets you one entry, whatever. What if we just drive by our top purchaser's house and huck it through their front window? That's kind of what I'm thinking.
1: Well, yeah, you're, you're... gonna <laughs> like, yeah, hurt somebody. That sucker's heavy. we <laughs> were dazed and
0: confused when he throws a bowling ball through the back yeah. window of that guy's yeah. car. Yeah. That's yeah. what we'll do. Edmund Morales, if you're listening, yeah, that would be him too, dude. Morales would for sure win. Yeah. Is he in Texas? Where's he at? Uh, I think he's up north. I don't know. Should I get I know his address he's watching. Edwin, where are you at, dude? I'll look it up right now, here. I'll put his address up on on the screen. Um, but the point being, we are purchasing a turbo from Robert and we are going to be giving it away. Um, and, and I told, when I talked to, and Robert, you'll probably back me up on this, but I talked to you yesterday. I said, I don't want a free turbo. I don't want to, I want to pay for this thing <laughs> you <did. laughs> because you, you buy the products for the, and you pay the people that support you and vice versa. Um, that's kind of the theme here. We, we do a lot of unpaid advertising here, like shouting people out and companies we like and people we like to work with. Um, our goal is not to get rich it's just to get a ton of attention to fill the void in our in our souls so that's all we care about heart can be a lonely place man yeah
1: you're kidding man that's right
0: <laughs> <laughs> so i've been quiet this whole time because i'm <laughs> all alone with my terrible you needed internet. to
1: make loud noises the thing behind you there you gotta get that going oh, yeah. Yeah. it's, it's, there's, it's there's your oil healthy. pressure there's your happy button right we'll there. Let's fire up
0: we'll let's start up right now yeah fire it up okay Bet oh, I bet, bet, it, don't. bet right. it don't. All right, If the car, if the car does not start, Rye has to give a uh, a viewer a hundred dollars. What? Yeah, you got to pay someone hundred bucks if your car doesn't start. It's gonna start. Okay, well you got hundred bucks yeah, on the line. Yeah, you keep so. saying that. All right, a hundred dollars on the line. Will Rye's car start? All right. He, a he, terrible you idea with the garage door closed. By the way. Yeah, I don't think you can get any more brain cell dead, bud. <laughs> ah! <Yeah! ten> <laughs> ah <man>. <laughs> <laughs> All right. The big
1: kid. Uh, <laughs> the man proved his point. Oh, hey. Dude. Hey, can I jump in there real quick? What you just did there by starting that up like that is something you never want to do. Yeah, I know he's so foolish. Check this oh. out. Okay, you. We're, that,
0: we're okay? learning now. Oh, go ahead.
1: Uh, okay, so <laughs> so that turbo yeah. has like a twenty-five pound piece of cast iron for yep. turbines. Okay, it's. At room temperature.
0: Oh yeah, yeah. When this is all over, I'm gonna fire it up and let it get all the way up to temp and burn Bingo. all that water out yeah, of there. Yeah, 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 yeah.
1: So what happens? Let's tell everybody that <laughs> know though, because there's a lot of people that don't know. Because I see it a lot. Okay. Thanks for telling me two years ago, Robert, you dick. All I do is start my car up for five seconds. People go, oh, hey, let's move this out of the shop. They fire it up. They back it out of the shop. Race car sits over there beautiful all day long and then fire it up and pull it back in, right? Well, it only ran long enough to put a coat of water on the inside of the exhaust housing on top of the turbine wheel. And guess what else is right there in that area? Those heat shields I was showing you and what's right there by the heat shields is, to till piston rings and the corrosion that happens the piston rings don't like that they'll corrode into the groove uh the friction happens there it wears the groove out it'll start spinning the piston ring on the shaft just bad so every time you start one up you want to let it run long enough so that that turbine housing is so hot there could be no water in that is very to know I follow
0: the same protocol because of E85. Like if I fire it up, any kind of moisture in yeah, the cylinders, I'll let it idle up the temp just because I know I don't want my same cylinders rusting up. This damn. thing on E85, that thing, five inch downpipe. It looks like the German just goo like girls, like a slobbering
1: dog or something.
0: Or that, yeah.
1: <laughs>
0: German goo girls? No, nothing. Let's like, just don't check my browser history. Listen, what are you watching, uh, dude? I was going a whole different direction. But okay. <laughs> God damn oh my god um well robert it has been a freaking pleasure to have you on here man hey, my pleasure my pleasure. No, no dude our pleasure dude straight up my man. pleasure
1: no all give right, it back <laughs>
0: we had mutual pleasure today i'll put it that way
1: all right thank you gentlemen have a good one but thank right. you so much done, y'all. be good brother
0: man dude he's so much smarter than us right absolutely god <sighs> uh, i apologize to everybody out there for my internet connection I, what happened? I don't know. A storm rolled through here and it was While we were it on like the live crazy. feed. I lost my cell service, everything. So my phone, I try to put it on Wi-Fi to keep watching the, the live feed questions. And, and it was, yeah, tremendous. Nick Caputo, great info. One of the best episodes for sure. Uh, so we, Ryan and I have debated on what to do for guests on the show and how to go about how often do we have guests. And I'll be honest, that... Just having Robert on as a first guest was insightful in terms of how dumb you and I can are. Yeah. And, and we wanted like when we started this, we said to ourselves, We don't want to get too techie because of who we are. Yeah. We're so, but that kind of like I'm comfortable with having an expert come in and yeah, educate us. You know, he's I mean? like he like I'm baby spice, you're you're uh, scary spice, and he's like he's like ginger spice, you know what I mean? Like the cool, calm, collected one that kind of holds the yeah. group together. You know what I mean? Who's sporty, <laughs> Spice? I guess that would be Josh because he's an athlete, but not really an athlete. Yeah. So it's not a real. It's not yeah. really a sport. Oh, we could be Hanson. What are those guys up to now? Oh, they're so hot! Have you seen them? No. Really attractive group, dude. Are you, are you googling serious? Hanson right now? Is that I what mean, you're doing? Yeah. Well, either way, that was a, that was insightful. I'm stoked. Um, We don't, we, we, I guess we kind of pick carefully who we work with, I I guess. I don't know. Yeah. I did have, Never mind. I'm not going to go there yet. I'll wait for a few months to take that stab. But (laughs) I will say, (laughs) um, I will say that Robert has been, he's been a a good dude to work with at Dynasty too. He's always been um, super insightful and straight up. And his vibe is very much like, I'm going to grab a surfboard and then also race you in my, like what it is. EJ 25 Volkswagen van on the way home he kind of strikes me yeah exactly I was gonna say VW van he strikes me as a guy who's just like got a Volkswagen van floorboards are covered in sand and a dog that follows him everywhere like never needs a leash yes 100% I think um, I, I don't think we I don't know have any I feel like I can't follow that up I don't know what to talk about now I don't either I think we just end it there no we don't end it there it's 635 you crazy we got 25 more minutes of making you feel like crap 25 on more minutes is it really only 635 635 buddy holy crap we got 10 more minutes no we have it's okay let's play by here here you said so you started- i bought a 240sx project and a lot so here's here's the game plan with this new project if you guys have followed the post i just put up or the video that i put up um i purchased this car from a customer of ours at dynasty let me roll the clock back i've had a lot of people uh talking a bunch of BS saying, oh, Logan is just taking advantage of buying cars and flipping them. And blah, 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 blah. So here's the deal. Must have, be nice. Uh, Must be nice. <laughs> <laughs> I feel every time is. I hear that. Work harder. So I, uh, I had like a, a blue S14 and then I had the Integra and then now I have this red S14. I think that was it. Did I have a different car in between? No. So I got this red S14, a customer of ours, um, hurt the engine, wanted to move it. It was a one. It's a one JZ swap car, and what started as a, "I'm going to put this thing back together and just enjoy it" has now spiraled quickly into a "let's go, let's try to go fast in a cool street car with a stock bottom end two JZ." So, I have um, I have talked to a couple different people in the two JZ world. Um, Buck from Buck's Performance has been uh, helpful, insightful. Obviously, Real Street. Geo, I haven't talked to Real Street directly about any of these projects, but I have communicated with them and gone back and forth. Dynasty as a whole and Hal is a 2JZ nutcase. I mean, the dude is uh, he's very, very, very intelligent with the stuff. And talking to everybody and kind of getting an idea, I understand completely why the 2J is the LS of the import world. I mean, it's insane what these guys are making with these, these stock bottom ends. Now. You know, bone stock rods and pistons, people are making 800 plus, which blows my mind. Right Reliably. A uh, <laughs> I'd, so asterisk, the big, put, okay, put asterisk next Asterisk, to that. <laughs> yeah. So the big thing on the 2Js is the rods. So if you have a set of 2JZ GTE pistons and rods out of like a Supra, twin turbo Supra, um, obviously good pistons and rods. If you have a non-VVTI, which I learned the hard way, I'm an idiot. <laughs> I am a, I'm an idiot, and I'm going explain this. So I picked up a short block from Connor Grant, a buddy of mine, and Connor's like, hey, Logan, I got a 2J short block in the, in the garage. Um, I'll sell it to you 300 bucks if you want. it." I'm like, damn, sold, dude. I'll take it. That's a great deal. So he drives it. He puts it in the back of his C6 vet, and he drives it to my house. <laughs> I was so funny, dude. Loud ass straight pipe vet pulls oh. up with a 2J in the trunk. And a set of golf clubs in the trunk, to be fair. I would love to hear the rear package tray cracking as he just set it in there. <laughs> Yo, dude, it's so bad. So, and a head, a cylinder head, too. But either way, uh, 2JZGT, or 2 uh, JZ block, whatever, brings it to me. I'm like, thanks, Pam. Everything's cool. He leaves. I get it to work, put it on an engine stand, and I'm like, right, I got to get the pistons and the rods out of this sucker. I got some GTE rods and pistons on the way. So I bust them off the crank, pop them out the block, Huck them a hundred foot into the trash, like just chuck them across the parking lot. Go home that night, jump on the old internet. Two J Z non VVTI G E pistons rods are just as strong as the GTEs. Don't be fooled. And I read it and I was like, <laughs> son of a bitch. So I texted Connor and I was like, hey, did that two J have a VVTI head? And he's like, nope, it was just non VVTI. And I was like, damn it. Okay, okay, um, okay. Back up. So. You're gonna educate me here a little bit. The I thought what cars came with a non-turbo 2J that didn't have VVTi? The Supras. The Supras ah, okay, like, okay. up to like nine was it 97 and after had a VVTi. So Supras SC 300s and GS 300s. Yeah, uh, not like a 95 SC-300, 95, 96 SC-300. The IS-300 was a VVTI, and uh, those rods and pistons suck. They're trash. Yeah, they're trash. You make like 350, 400, and they go away. Um, I never never knew all this. I had had an (laughs) IS-300. You would. You look like an IS-300 owner. I sold my, I know you love when I say this, my F-150 Lightning for an IS-300, like an idiot. And, and I was like, you, what, am I, what am I doing with this you thing? You put Koenig wheels on it, lowered it with no. all... No. The, I tried to them. see... I had centerline Telstars off the Mustang. I tried to see if they would fit on there. Pattern was the same, but the backspacing was all wrong. I did donuts yeah. like an idiot, and then I sold it. Like, I had it for like eight months. Um, I've never liked... I think IS300s are trash. I've never liked them. I fell in love with them from Gran Turismo. I just Remember, never liked them. The Eltisa. Yeah, I don't, I don't know what it is about. Like the, I'll put it. Like I'll edit that statement, too. I love their gauge clusters. Yeah. I think they're so dope looking. I think, they, I think the interior is cool. I just. I guess when you do one right, I guess lower it with the right whatever bumpers and, and dingle dangles and a good set of wheels. I think they can look okay. I did none of that. I just left it stock. And that was it? <laughs> yeah. I was like, I can't afford a turbo. Because my buddy, uh, Richard, was building Supras and I was helping him, working for him. And we were doing a bunch of super stuff. And I was like, I want a 2J. I'm going to do it this way. And yeah, I never, I realized like, no, this is not my thing at all. I can't get in this car with dirty pants and greasy hands. Anyway, so I learned. I think you should put a 2J in something. I think we should pivot. I think we should pivot our direction and turn into a 2J channel. Everyone (laughs) logs off immediately. We lose all our live feed. (laughs) (laughs) All of our followers gone. Yeah, I don't know. I hear some... I'm excited to you're see rioting outside. I, but I, a lot of people, you know, I've seen the argument. You've seen the argument 2J versus LS a billion times over. And my internet's going shitty, isn't it? God damn it. My internet's sucks. So yeah. yeah, it's going crazy. Okay, we're done. Yeah, we should forward. probably invest company funds in some sort of fiber situation for you. Yep. Can I'm we just get a 5,000 foot long Ethernet cord? Yep, I'm going to look into that this week. Actually, immediately after this podcast is over. Because <laughs> well, this is the most aggravating thing. Like, I don't know if you is. can tell how red and shiny my face is. I'm pissed. Oh, that's all. I thought it was always like that. Oh, well, no. But what I was saying is I'm excited to see you build a budget, 2J. Because you see on the internet the, the argument constantly between well not constantly but more than a handful of times i've seen 2j versus ls like fanboys going back and forth and like i can get this motor for 500 dollars off of any uh a chevy express van well how cheap can we do a 2j and i think you're about to show us that yeah um the only kind of pitfall i'll have here is uh the car had a built head on it already so it had and and to make one of these things live it's no different than an ls valve train at least to clean up on the head um so it's got good valve train, it's got good cams, and, and getting that pressure in and out of that cylinder is paramount in keeping those things alive, just like it is with an LS. So that part of a 2J world is insanely expensive compared to an LS. But what I'll do is when I, when I go to put the car together, I'm gonna be very honest about what I have into the car. Um, and when I go to sell the car for a profit, I don't care what your opinion is, everybody, just as a heads up. <laughs> but I will be very honest about what I have into the car, how much money I've spent, I have, I think, with the short block, I bought piston rings. I bought a bunch of stuff for it. I think I'll have about thousand dollars into the short block, into the long block, maybe um, with refreshing. Uh, but if you refresh a five three with good stuff, lifters, you know, springs, yeah. retainers. I mean, anyone that says it's five hundred dollars, no, it's two grand. I'm I'm doing a 2015 Camaro right now. Hard parts alone to do a cam with a thousand bucks, more than that. Is I'm it doing, a DOD delete? No, no, no. I, but I'm doing lifters and everything. Okay. Yeah. So it's, high, it's a higher mileage car. $1,800 in parts. Yeah. Oil pump, lifters, lifter trays. Yeah. All lifter trays are cheap. Replace them. All that stuff adds up like crazy. And nickel and dimes you to death. And people are like, oh, you can just stab it in there. I I went through that before where I was like, I'll just stab a cam in it throw some springs on it and have at it. And I've been successful yeah. moderately. And I've also, I had it bite me in the ass on the blue truck. It reminds me of Republicans and Democrats. Let me explain. (laughs) And that's all for this show. No, no, no. no, Hold on. (laughs) No, I got a good one. This is the last note, and I'm not going to get political. I won't get political. I promise. Okay. These damn liberals. (laughs) I'm just kidding. I'm joking. (laughs) I'm joking. joking. I am joking. I don't care your party Close the borders. Close (laughs) them down. No, just kidding. I love everybody. Um, And it reminds me of the political stuff going on right now. Hear me out. You got these hardcore right-wing people. You got these hardcore left wing people, and none of them understand we're on the same boat, right? You got these hardcore two J guys. You got the hardcore LS guys. Both of you guys, you're you're going to the same track. You're spending the same amount of money on the same stuff. Shut up. Both engines are cool. Like whatever. I just wanted to. I just want to call it Republicans Democrats <laughs> see you squirm for a minute. I, I knew as soon as I, I was said like, anything. Mm. Log off, log off, log off, log off. Yeah, yeah. Mute, mute, mute. If we didn't lose followers because of a 2J, we for sure lost followers over that. Absolutely. But either way, it is 645. We've been on and live for an hour. Rye looks like he is sick as a dog. So I'm going to cut it. I am tired. I'm exhausted. I've been up since 3 a.m. Clappedout.com slash store. Yeah. (laughs) Clappedout.com slash store. We have six shirts left up there. More vinyl coming. My live stream is... Going glitchy as shit, so we're going to end this right now.